I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. G'day, pop pickers. Welcome to the preview show on Football Ramble Daily, sponsored by Betway. England are away in Prague this evening. Sergio Ramos could make history, and Rebecca Vardy's been naughty. It was you, Rebecca. I knew it was you. Wow. <laughs> oh, Luke, Pete, Jimmy and me. Hello. All right. It's Friday. It's International Weekend. So let's talk about two women having a scrap. Peter. Yeah. Yo. We have to say it's not Friday. It is Friday. It is Friday. Well, it is Friday. Yeah. But we're recording on Thursday, of course, just in case that uh, <laughs> Wales get beaten 6-0. Or okay. Like that. Right, okay. So the home nations uh, other than England, we, we, we cannot cover. It's but, a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, but, uh, but England, of course, are away in Prague tonight, which shouldn't cause too many problems, should it? I like it in Prague. It's a nice city. No, but you're nice a city. Cheap tequila, I didn't recall. Destroyed by stag dudes. Destroyed though. by stag dudes, yeah. Do, hang on. Do, Very much enjoying the local <laughs> food and drink there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, Luke, you're 
on the contrary to popular opinion, you are a, a, a cultured and well-behaved individual. Incorrect. And you said, you know, I like Prague, and, and I could see you out there having a good yeah. time, going to watch the game. Pete immediately comes in with cheap tequila. Yeah. yeah. And that's the problem! Dos cerveza por favor. Uh-huh. <laughs> Works anyway, doesn't yeah. it? It's not an English-speaking yeah. country. Yeah. Well, we, we hope it's not going to cause too many problems. Of course problems. we do. Yeah, they tried to get the game moved, but they haven't. So the game... Well, just for us, so we could talk about it. <laughs> I think it. that would have I been... Ima- like... I imagine that there's a lot of England fans going out there and having a lovely time. Well, yeah. if lovely time involves making it a misery for the locals let's hope they don't know yeah. I, I think the locals will be fortified because as uh, Jim said it is a stag do hotspot yeah they might not even notice they might not honest. even notice yeah. oh is there a match on this is the, this is the usual we, we get all the dickheads but there's also, there's also a football match James Madison's obviously not going to be a part of it he's pulled out late on due to illness yes shame yeah, shame for him uh, if England win here they, they'll have qualified in England squad's past he'd never get back in or yeah. anything like that <laughs> you've had your chance yeah See well, you later. Well, if it, it's illness, you say. Apparently so. Yeah. Has he, rubbed, has he rubbed up? Has he rubbed Southgate up the wrong way? No, I don't think he's not done by any, being a fancy boy. Pete, Pete not I tried any to drink water. I tried to. I tried to plant a spellsy wicked whisper into his mind. Only mm, he wasn't having it. Not having what it. What was no. it? Now, my wicked whisper was going to be the cynic in me. Mm. Yeah. Thinks that because he's got a bit of a reputation as being a bit of a what's it, James Madison. <laughs> he's a, a mercurial what, talent, a it, and, and speculation has mounted that he, the thing that's been the biggest barrier to him actually right. featuring more for England is the fact that he's a bit like that. He's a bit of a Royster. And, and, and it doesn't fit into this, the squad that Southgate's trying to generate. I wondered whether Southgate said, you're going to have to wait a bit longer until you start. You're not in my plans for the game against Czech Republic. And he's thrown a hissy fit and said he was ill. Right. That, that's, that's the I, wicked I, whisper I've I just, completely made up. Yeah, I don't right. think that's... Forget that 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 that. You having that one, J Cam? Um, well, <laughs> given that you've just told me you've made it up. <laughs> but it's possible. <laughs> you made it up. Luke. Yeah, but Maguire's magic though. Maguire's like the unicorn rather than the Maguire. Who's Maguire? What's Maguire? What, what happened there? It? He rode the unicorn, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, but Madison, Madison, aren't we? Yeah, I'm saying so. Madison is the unicorn. Oh, because he's magical and weird, and he doesn't belong in this world. What about that unicorn you rode in Menorca? He's not involved. All oh, right. <laughs> yeah, he was a knockoff, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, it wasn't, that one wasn't actually magic, Marcus. <laughs> okay. No. So it's speculation just... based on stuff that we know to be true, but it is still speculation. <laughs> right. I'm just putting it out what there. What sort of weird power trip is this? We're trying <laughs> yeah. to sort of convince us of hey, something. Well, the whole show. Telling us. <laughs> <laughs> this whole project. <laughs> How long have you got? Yeah. Well, Madison's not there. That, that we could no. all agree on. Coward. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Because, yeah. because he thinks he's too good for everybody yeah. else, yeah. apparently. He's going to declare for Spain. Indeed. Southgate would have worked at him at under-21 level, I would have thought. Yeah. I, I can't think of if... He, I mean, I'm sure he has under-21 caps, but, you know, Southgate's on top of it, so Gareth mm. knows what he's doing. It's a lot easier to not worry about it when um, when you've got things going all right. Yeah, apparently Madison played nine times for the under-21, are, so he's been involved. He's been involved. Delph, Delph has pulled out through injury. Mm. Nothing, there's no, no naughtiness going on there. He's a good, honest professional, Luke. Well, Mark. I'll decide. Well, clearly you will. <laughs> and I, 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 heard he, I heard he brought an air pistol as trainer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've heard he's been smuggling exotic animals <laughs> and it's started um, to catch up with not, him. <laughs> don't have a go does, does anyone, I mean, because Gareth's doing a good job and everyone likes him and I'm, I'm broadly in support of that. Um, are we not saying that anything about Southgate repeatedly saying that he's picking players who are playing and he's picking players as a meritocracy yep. and then picking Delph? Yeah. Are we not? Are we not? Delph's playing for everything. And allowing well, Chris he's playing Wilder in and out, but he's not playing very well. Delph has played. He played well the other week. He got man of the match the other week. He's played. He's, he's not played every game. He's not playing consistently well for Everton because no one at Everton is playing consistently well. But he is playing consistently. 
Well, Delph's not in the squad anymore. I think Delph... Maybe Southgate injured him. <laughs> Delph is a bit of a Swiss army knife, though, isn't he? So it's. Uh, I think that might be a kind of exception to that. He's going to have flexibility you, within you his own really plans. You really have got to be in your bonnet about this meritocracy thing. You've been really trying to push this. And I, I'm sorry, I don't think Delph is, is your answer. With any I, squads, though, you need a little, you need a little bit of um, variation, don't you? Someone who can come in but and I, do I, something a little bit different. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Absolutely. But he has been playing, and, and he has had... His I understand. team is shite at the moment. They so are what shite at the really moment. Do? But he did get... <laughs> I think pretty sure he got man of the match recently. Yeah. But is there anything else, anyone else in there? I mean, what about... Well, I would uh, say Dean Henderson has almost been picked by Chris Wilder. Has he not? <laughs> Well, my, my point about Delph is just that he, he's not playing regularly. He's played five out of eight games. He's played just over half the games because Silva can't decide what midfield he wants mm-hmm. to play. So he's suffering from that. I'm not necessarily blaming him. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that it's interesting. I don't have a particular problem with it, but I do think it's interesting that um, Southgate will say one thing and regularly do another. Well, what's, but when you're saying mm-hmm. regularly do another, pick out another person in that squad that you would He's think. picked players all through his career at England that haven't been playing necessarily regularly. We went for a big phase of it about six months ago when players weren't playing for their teams but were still getting picked. Okay. But, but he's trying to strike a balance, isn't he? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm just saying he doesn't need to say it. He doesn't right, really okay. need to say it. Well, but, but he's saying it because he's trying to get the young players involved more as well. There could be an element of uh, one or two players who can declare for other nations. Yeah, give yeah, Abraham a game. Get, get him in there. Definitely. Yeah, get, absolutely. Yeah, uh, right. Um, and, and Tamori there was some some sort of quotes and stuff but he said it was never really in doubt but I mean for a guy who's born in Canada to Nigerian parents I think it's very fair enough Absolutely. if he thinks hang on where, where do I fall on, on yeah. this yeah definitely uh, and also we've seen other players who are quite clearly uh, from one country and, and have gone to play for another country in, in, mm. in the British Isles as well I mean I'm sure you know Irish people are still annoyed at Declan Rice absolutely I, I think uh, as English people are still annoyed at Andy Townsend um, <laughs> or Matt Elliott <laughs> yeah exactly but yeah. I, I, what Tony I think is interesting <laughs> what I think is interesting about this squad is um, obviously Southgate has spoken a lot before about trying to sort of create that sense of togetherness with a, with, with a group while at the same time sort of um, making this, this meritocracy claim um, but there are 15 players in this squad that weren't at the World Cup weren't in the World Cup squad yeah. and yeah. there's been a huge turnover since and actually it feels very coherent and it, this seems like England are a better team now than they were in the World Cup and I think I there's only one player there's only one player that's surviving from Southgate's first game in charge and I think that's Jordan Henderson wow All right. that's so, big yeah. on, on Tamori though like is um, a man who's uh, studying for um, I think it's a business degree so yeah, a business management right. degree he said that, that's yeah. very Southgate yeah, less fortnight, more business yeah, studies. Absolutely right. I was, I was quite impressed with that when he said that. Uh, but yeah, I, I forget the comment, and I remember going, "Ooh!" And I can imagine and Southgate thinking, <laughs> "Studying for a management degree? Isn't it? Oh, business? Oh, that's fine." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, so um, get, get Abraham with a start. Get Tamori with a start. Um, well, as if you England, said, Marcus, but if England qualify, though, they're going to exactly they're going to qualify. If you they you win, expect so. them to qualify for crying out loud? Yeah, but so the, maybe the, in the second game they can you can start who you want against Bulgaria. Is it? I also thought it was a good move by Southgate to um, call up Dean Henderson. Yep, you because, think? Yeah, I do because he's been playing well overall. He made that high profile mistake, and his confidence would have been hit by that. But he came back and played well again. Mm. And and Southgate's saying, look, you know, if it's there for you if you want it. There, yeah. are, there are a lot of young English goalkeepers around I wouldn't be surprised if he rotates that third choice keeper around to give other people experience yep. as well with the other options he's got I thought it was a nice move I thought it was a good thing to do because he's realistically not going to play but it gives him a good amount of experience mm. Mm. it's a quick turnaround Fair of enough. fortunes because we most a lot of people probably haven't heard of Dean Henderson mm. until that mistake but then man of the match despite. well he's a main night keeper isn't he he was on loan yes. at Sheffield United last season played very well and he's, I think apart from that's the problem with goalkeepers isn't it if Sheffield United finish 14th and just steadily go along yeah. and nothing massive happens mm. to them all season you wouldn't even ever see Henderson play much because he wouldn't be on TV that much and he yeah, wouldn't be getting yeah, the headlines yeah. 
But as soon as they make a big high-profile mistake against a big team, yeah. everyone knows who they are. Yeah, so, so Madison's pulled out of injuries as Delph. Um, Juan Basaka wasn't there with injury, although would he have got in? Not sure, but there's no Deli Alley, no Jesse Lingard, Carl Walker, Eric Dyer. These were sort of regulars in, in previous mm. Southgate squad. Oxlade-Chamberlain as well. He's playing his way back to fitness, so it's a bit different, isn't it? Well, Oxlade-Chamberlain. Yeah. 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 And Deli Alley, who maybe yeah, argues as well. I mean, Oxlade-Chamberlain is one I sort of touted as one of those starting positions he could have. But uh, but you would... You would um, expect Southgate to manage these situations well and speak to the players yeah. individually because it doesn't always happen. You know, yeah. they, just, they hear about it in the press. Whereas if you've had players who have played for you before and mm. played well and put in a shift, I think you owe it to them to just say, by the way, you're not in the squad now, but it's always open the door, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Because someone like Carl Walker, very experienced um, international, but I mean, there's an awful lot of uh, competition at that right back yeah. spot but as we've said before he knows what Walker offers he knows what he can get out of him it's important to say that it's not always open I mean he couldn't it wouldn't be open when they're like 60 well it's not open to Joe Hart no, uh, <laughs> no. It's, it's something we can you know it's uh, always open for you for you you know <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here um, it's not open to Joe Hart because he kept stubbing his toe on the door frame uh, yeah it's a nasty one but Oxlade, I mean Liverpool seem to be content to let Oxlade Chamberlain just tick along they don't really need him at this point yeah. they seem to be happy to let him play the occasional cup game or Champions League game or whatever mm-hmm. so it's going to be a while before he starts playing regularly again I think yeah. I, heard, I heard talk um, this week that Deli Ali is I can't remember who reported it but there's there's talk that Deli Ali's reining back his commercial commitments and oh. has hired a personal trainer uh, to try and get himself back on well, I think up as, to speed well as well with Southgate he'll know or you would think a manager like him would know the different personalities in there. So if you drop a player and say, right, you you know, come on, you, you might need to kick up the arse. But perhaps, as you just said there, for someone mm. like Del Alley, maybe, maybe he does. Mm. You know, so again, it's a very difficult one. And what did you think? Jamie Carragher suggested that Trent Alexander-Arnold, who's probably the starting right back for mm. England, you would suspect at the moment, um, he, he said that he could be converted to a central midfielder, a bit like Fabinho uh, it has been in the, in the past yeah, uh, well, divided he, opinion in, among certain coaches. Well, he actually said that he, he modelled his game on Steven Gerrard, yeah. and he was a he was a sort of a, a playmaker mm. uh, when when he was younger. He, 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 you know, I saw that same interview, and he said that he's basically he's happy to play anywhere. Yeah, and he did say like, that. Didn't he, he even said, "Yeah, if the, if the boss considers me a right back at the moment, I'm happy with that." It's like, hang on, yeah, it's it's mad to think that that isn't a specialised position in his <laughs> mind. But, I know I mean, it's an interesting. Was it, it twelve thousand assists he got last season? <laughs> yeah, I think it was just slightly I, more. I could, I've heard other people say that they perhaps would like to see him play a bit further forward because if you were going to attribute a weakness to his game, it would be that he leaves gaps and that he's defensively not as strong as he is going forward. So I mean, I don't, I don't see why. But not an awful lot of teams play with like mm. a traditional right side yeah. midfield player now, do they? No, because when you have a player like him, you just give the whole right side to him. Yeah, and that, that's something that perhaps was popularised in in recent years by Danny Alves, of course, yeah. or Mike Horn or something People like say that, that quite often, don't they, about sort of uh, pacey attacking fullbacks. Yeah. Other than Gareth Bale, I can't really think of many players that started off as, as fullbacks and, and moved further up. Made a proper transition. Exactly, yeah. yeah People talk about it looking like it would make sense a lot. Yeah. I mean, Boué was an example, and that didn't quite work out. Yeah. Um, man. It doesn't really happen. Boué man, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I, think I, remember Steve, I think I remember Steve McLaren playing Wayne Bridge in left midfield once. Yeah, was it, oh, the, oh, that rings a bell. He'll do that. that. That's into left field. Yeah, it's very good, Jim. <laughs> um, but I, I tell you what, who would be a fan of, of um, I tell you who would love to see Trent Alexander-Arnold play central midfield would be Kieran Trippier. 
Carl Walker. Yeah, yeah. And Aaron Wan Wan yeah. <laughs> I think those three are going, yeah, 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 keep keep Go going on. with this. <laughs> I think they go around the uh, the England camp just remarking all this luggage and stuff to midfielder. midfielder. <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah, yeah. He's just tracking back in inappropriate situations. <laughs> yeah. Who'd you who'd you fancy for left back then? Chilwell over Rose, would you? Yeah, I think Chilwell. I think so. I would have Chilwell in there, yeah. Would you? Yeah. Uh-huh. I I'm 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 pleased that Joe Gomez is, is back in the squad. Um, because I think he's brilliant, but yeah. um, but Tamori though, I mean, it'd be interesting what, what he could do. I, I, it'd be un- well, would it be unlikely for him to to start the game? Well, I think you know what you know, Southgate's he, he, like. He does believe in players. he does, and I wonder if he is here to sort of lock him down into England. So I think you know, yeah, I, I three think, three minutes at the end. Of the match. Well, I was yeah. going to say you don't have to start him then. True. I think we'll definitely see Tammy Abraham feature. Yes, because Tammy Abraham. So. Yeah, I think it's. I think Tammy Abraham's. It's obviously great to see him um, do his stuff, but it's, it's very good for England because um, on the wings, England look pretty decent. You've got Sterling, Sancho and, and Rashford vying the, those three for sort of two of those positions you'd, you'd expect. And there are one or two players like you could have Barkley or even Mason Mount or Madison, if he was fit, of course, maybe play one of those positions. They interpret the role a little bit differently. But that that central striker, the, the, the old-fashioned kind of number nine, even though plays it slightly differently you've obviously got Harry Kane Callum Wilson's behind him there is a little bit of a gap between those two in terms yeah. of quality but Wilson's still good there's no disrespect to him but Kane you'd say you'd hope is one of the best centre forwards in the world um, but actually Tammy Abraham coming along could bridge that gap somewhat yeah. still a young player but has been very you, impressive you can see him hurdling Callum Wilson for yeah. sure. I, th- I think until qualification is done mm. I can see um, Southgate playing a pretty strong team I can see him playing Sterling Sancho and Kane yeah and and saying, look, we've got to get this done. Yeah. And then we gear up mm. towards the tournament, peaking at the right time for the tournament, mm. which means he might give other players a bit more experience. But mm. it is important for to tie Tammy Abraham up. And, I, and as far as I, I, I... I've got a bit of a cynical view about this whole thing. Oh, Tammy Abraham might do this and he might do that. To me, it smacks of people wanting to write a story, wanting content. Yeah, I'm sure. Because, yeah. because the, the bottom line is this. If you are not sure which international team you want to represent... Don't accept a call up to a to a squad that involves a competitive fixture, yeah. because then because you you can't very very well sit on the bench and go oh by the way no I'm not coming on. So if you if you're accepting the call up at an international break which involves competitive fixtures, as far as I'm concerned, you've got to be ready to play for the team. Isn't that exactly yeah, well, what he's done though? Yeah, exactly. he, has done, he has done that. Yeah, yeah, he has done that. Yeah, yeah. yeah accepting the call up is is making that decision. Oh, yeah, I don't, right. I don't think Abraham. I mean, I think as you say, look, I think this is a sort of column inches for column inches' yeah. sake. I think Tammy Abraham. He's obviously English. But he has descent from from other nations, and yes, there may have well have been a chat within his family. I'm sure that perhaps family members would have said, "Oh, we'd like you to play for this nation." And again, would he, I think the uh, uh, a spokesperson for the was it the Nigerian FA? I, I, I forget which player it was about, but they they would they would sort of spin the yarn of you will be a legend here. You'll play a lot more minutes, whereas England there's a, there's a lot more competition for places. But mm. I, I I think it's a bit of a, a, a non-starter really. Well, and I well, think Tommy Abraham did say, "I love both nations." Talking about England and Nigeria, I haven't decided yet, and he said that on the second of October. He did, but I think that well, also he's making the decision for him clearly by putting yeah. him in the squad. As Paul Merson said, if you're going to walk past the barbers Barbie. every day, you're going to get a haircut. Exactly. So, but I think I think with you're with, at risk of playing. Here he Tommy Abraham. He's, he's he's a young player and. and as as we've mentioned, some players, um, you know, an odd example would be Vinnie Jones, uh, you know, uh-huh. who who got to a stage in their career and they thought, well, I'm not going to play for 
in that case, England. Mm. So who well, I could maybe go yeah. and play for Wales, you know? So Tammy, I'm Abraham, a proud dragon. Yeah, exactly. Tammy Abraham doesn't want to be in the situation where he says, "No, I want to play for England. I don't want to play for Nigeria." Where quotes can be um, dragged one way or the other, and then in say five or six years' time, he goes, oh, "Actually, I will play for Nigeria." He wants yeah. he wants them to feel. But is it also the other way around? It's also a bit like he's, he's got the doubt in his mind because maybe less than three months ago. He was, oh, exactly, he was yeah. probably miles away because the people, the people had big yeah. doubts about his ability in the Premier League. Yeah. And it might, might and be a huge thing in his family that they've, you know, since exactly, he looked yeah. like he was going to become a professional footballer, they might have, have dreamed of him playing for Nigeria. You never know. It might be a very, very emotional, difficult decision for him to make. And, like, and when Shola did it at like 31. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's <laughs> it. World Cup. Exactly. The right is on the wall. But if, you, if, if, if his father's from Nigeria and sort of introduced him to football, he may sort of think, oh, but I want to play for... Exactly. My, my father's I do like speculate about people's families <laughs> it's a lot of fun <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but we speculate about yours enough Peter yeah, and I we apologise right. <laughs> how, how is Stuart doing uh, he's alright he spoke to him last night he's cooking yeah fine all he's good. cooking all good. he'll be at the uh, Newcastle uh, Ramble live show so Ooh, really oh, press, it's a bit late for him though press the flesh with him there yeah no he'll have to get up early if anything because he likes to get to bed about 4 and get up at 1 right Yeah. no he goes to bed at 6 and gets up at 1 yeah yeah Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Let's just lump it, won't he? Um, we could change the time if you want. <laughs> I'm sure he's got an opinion on uh, Colleen Rooney and Rebecca Vardy. Oh. There's some big beefy beef going on. Is there. it just me? I like you know, like when Donald Trump um, says terrible things. Obviously, the Twitter share price just seems to go up and up. It proper skyrockets because they can't get rid of him because he's such a big part of the conversation. Yeah. Um, I didn't realise how much of a big story this was going to be yesterday. No, Everyone was pining with their jokes. It crossed, it transcended. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It really did. A, a, a lawyer friend of mine pointed out something I find very interesting. Where he said, if you look at Colleen Rooney's statement, mm. it's like been lawyered up. It's libel proof. Right, yeah, yeah, so yeah. she doesn't mention individuals, she mentions accounts. Yeah, so yeah. at the end when she says, it's Rebecca Vardy's account. Yes. Yeah, 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 therefore, yeah. just so she doesn't get herself in any legal hot water herself. I mean, Although for the statement, she mentions accounts and not people. Presumably, if you have any commercial um, uh, representation at all, they will have access to your Instagram account, which is where you make most of your your cash when it comes to influencers and things like that. Mm, so yeah. they probably would be more more than one well, eye on your Instagram account. What if it's Jamie? What if? What it's Jamie? <laughs> well, the story is, Jamie. of course, in case you missed this, mm. is that uh, Colleen Rooney has been posting things on her personal uh, Insta account and they were being leaked to the press. Now, I sort of think to myself, you don't want stuff leaked to the press, don't put it on social media. I appreciate you can lock it down. <laughs> no, and you can it's make a private. It... I know, Jim, but it's a private. It's a, it is a private account. I think you've both got a point there. <laughs> mm. We're both right, Jim. But there's a, there is a close friends option that you can do on, on Instagram as well, well where and, you choose who can view it. Well, yeah, so, and, yeah. and Colleen was, that was saying that uh, she you know, she's posted a lot of stuff. Someone was leaking it and, you know, in, in, in sort of, Detective like sleuth like through all the various accounts. Waggers of Christie's people have called <laughs> yeah, it that, that, that was trending on Twitter. That's how big it was. A joke about it was trending. I didn't see Every that. single I trending topic for about five hours yesterday yeah. was related to this. Yeah, and including Colleen Rooney spelt wrong. Yeah, like, it was brilliant. Ah, Extinction nice. Rebellion were gutted. <laughs> oh, yeah. So anyway, she 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 went through it all all the different accounts and the account that seemed to be. Uh, well, she no, she she made it so that only. Rebecca Vardy's account could could view the stories, yes, mm. and the stories, and then the stories leaked, she made up some fake to... ones about um, gender selection for a baby in Mexico, right. uh, something about their f- house flooding, the basement flooding, yeah, mm. and something else as well, and they, they all went through. So I wonder what it is about being married to Wayne Rooney that's made us so so good at being such a sleuth. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I also, oh, oh, Jim Campbell, I also enjoyed the part of the tweet where she said, "This has been a burden in my life for a few years now." She's playing the long game, very man. long. She's playing the long game. Oh yeah. A few years. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Imagine imagine if Wayne and Jamie were still in the England squad. 
Yeah. Can we not? Mm. There's a picture of him. Oh, Vardy's still got yeah, something no, to offer. There's a picture of him together being yeah. pals. Oh. But will will Wayne and Jamie just not worry about it? Yeah, I think that's probably right. Yeah. I don't just get on with it, will yeah, they? Yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. still be pals. I know. It's all just a big shame, isn't it? Yeah. It is, Pete. You're absolutely right. Speaking of which, let's have some emails with Petey D. You email short football ramble daily. Hello to Craig. Hello, Ramblers. Your recent chat about the two, maybe two, Gary Stevens for England. Oh, uh, yes. Maybe remember the time when two Scott Fitzgeralds uh, played for Brentford at the same time. This is from 2005-2007. Uh, uh, one playing up front and the other in defence. To distinguish between the two, match reporters and referees use their middle initials. Scott B. Fitzgerald in uh, defence and Scott P. Fitzgerald up front it's on one from Watford yeah, Scott F. Uh, before yeah. signing on a permanent deal. To sort this out and to avoid future confusion, Scott B. Fitzgerald became Brentford manager in 2006 and released Scott Scott P. Fitzgerald on a free transfer in 2007. Wow. Yeah, you having a bit of that? A lot of people uh, pointed out that two, there were two Gary Stevens in the 1986 World Cup squad, not a 1990 yeah, World Cup Yeah, we had an apology squad. from the original uh, emailer, which I yeah. can't read out now then. But fine. they were, they interestingly <laughs> enough, they were listed as Gary M. Stevens and Gary A. Stevens. Yeah. So it must be a, a thing. And of course, we've got two Hendersons in the England yeah, squad at the moment. we do. Mm. We bl- and two Harrys. Two yeah. Harrys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Uh, hello to Johnny Benton. Uh, I have the uh, pleasure of living in Norwich and although I'm not a Norwich fan I still keep it with their results although it was not hard to notice how bad they were against Villa my attention was however drawn to a reader's letter to one of our local rags complaining about the appearance of young Aston Villa fan Prince George and his family at Carrow Road oh yeah I saw that uh, the, le- the letter's hilarious but the appearance of the Royals themselves does not seem to be the issue but more the fact that they were seated in a home fan only section in the ground the reader was upset oh. that Prince George was jumping for joy at each yeah. Villa, uh, Villa goal <coughs> and had they not been 30 rows away would have found it difficult not to approach a club steward and force the, to ask the, force them to ask the royals to leave. Uh, whilst the image of a steward uh, trying to ask the royal family to leave and sit with the Villa fans is amusing in itself, my favourite part of the reader's letter is the outlandish claim at the end. The disgruntled Norwich fan claims that having four more loyal and not royal fans in the city stand uh, might, have ha- might have had an effect on the results. <laughs> <laughs> nice. oh, enjoyable. I was, just, I was just looking at the 1996 England World Cup squad again. Also, oh, yeah. Trevor Stephen was in there. Trevor Stephen. And say, Stephen Hodge. I should say that there are three Harrys, of course, in the current England squad. Not Maguire, Kane and Winks, Winks of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Prince William. Aston Villa fan loves it, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah, they were. Well, at least he's sticking to his team. Like usually when uh, David Cameron, remember yeah. David Cameron was it West well, Ham? Pr- well, he uh, pretends to support Villa, doesn't he? Right, when he got yeah. it right. Yeah. But, but Prince William is actually in the football. Mm. Um, he plays in a five-a-side league in London somewhere. Is he? Yeah, oh. actually, he plays snipers. Uh, like Peter. Peter Donaldson. No, I mean, I bet there's lots of snipers. Oh, protecting him. Yeah, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I'm just saying, that, like that, that just must take a lot of money to sort can out. I know, can I just what say, are his subs? I bet they're about thousands of pounds. Yeah, he pays this seven is pounds. Prince Harry, you said. No, William. Prince William. 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 Okay. But with yeah. your track record, we start to talk about a member of the royal family, and you just simply say snipers. <laughs> I think Marcus can be forgiven there. <laughs> Thank you, Luke. Yeah. Well, um, just give him a reducer. Evening, gents. <laughs> Mark West says, after the recent trend for finding footballers with the same name in the same team, I thought you'd draw your attention to League Earnside Mets. They have two uh, Adama Traores on their books, huh. uh, a, a, in addition to a, a Bubakar Traore as well. Three Traores are better than one, they say. There are a lot of Traores around football, aren't there? Mm, yeah. They're also rock bottom of League Earnside. Yeah. A lot of Dembele's as well. Yeah, yeah. It, it's funny, it moves in cycles, doesn't it? There used to be a lot of Diawaras knocking around, a lot of cameras. Yeah. A lot of yeah. cameras for a while. Where's, where's, where's the Zoko's cameras gone? It's Prince William again, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, there's lots of Sokos around yep. the moment. Yep, that's yeah. right. uh, hi, PED. This is from, um, who have we got here? Rob. Back in the, uh, we talked about uh, Kevin Keegan uh, signing a, a, an autograph. 
photograph that somebody didn't want. Back in the O'Neill heyday, I somehow wound up in the director's box of Villa Park for a Birmingham derby with the Villa team full to the brim with England regulars back then. The game was graced with the presence of none other than Don Fabio Capello. At halftime, me and my colleague joined the queue to make the England gaffer. After a long wait, we approached the great man and realised what the hold-up hold up was. Trevor Francis had somehow weaseled his way into chatting to Capello, obviously in fucking Italian, and uh, had been chewing his ear off so none of us ordinary folk could get a word in edgeways. When we finally got the chance to ask for Capello's signature, as he was passing it back to us, Francis snatched the paper and added his own shitty scribble, thus pissing all over our chips and drastically reducing its future market uh, on the uh, future memorabilia memorabilia market. And also, um, uh, Alassane uh, Endaya uh, and die rather um, had a chant for his uh, short time at Crystal Palace to the tune of the Whitney Houston classic I Will Always Love You oh. and I uh, what nice. oh, yeah. beautiful yeah, yeah. Liam thank you for that one nice uh, if you want to get to the show this is how you can do it appreciate that PT now let's have a break you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm volure xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to the preview show on Football Ramble Daily, sponsored by Betway. Yeah, and if you want to come and see us live, ramblelive.com is the place to get tickets and shows are running out fast. We've already done 140 of them. Uh, we're doing 140 more. <laughs> Tonight we'll be at the Shepherd's Bush Empire in uh, London. I don't know if there's any tickets left for that. Might be one or two. Possibly. Maybe. Might be worth turning up, seeing if there's any returns. Uh, next week we're at Sheffield, Guildford and High Wycombe. The week after that, it's Leeds and Newcastle. 
The week after that is Norwich, Birmingham and Salford. Uh, and then we're off to the US and Canada. So ramblelive.com to get your tickets. Uh, we don't know when we're going to I don't know when we're going to be doing live shows again. So if you want yeah. to take your chance, take your chance now. Wowzers. Well, it was, it was it was a two and a half year gap between mm. uh, the, the last mm. live show and then this run. So, so get involved, people. Mm. Do get involved. Right, let's go to Group D in the uh, European Championship qualifying. Uh, this Saturday, or tomorrow as we like to call it, Georgia host Ireland. Ireland, top of the group with 11 points from five matches. Yeah. They're, they're pretty well positioned, obviously, top of the group. Denmark uh, second on nine. Switzerland third with eight points. So they've got a game in hand, then Switzerland and Denmark play each other on that Saturday. It's a very important game, this, for Ireland. Yes. If they win that, obviously the others will, will mm. you know, take a point or three off each other. Uh, so they've been a very, very good position indeed. But then after this, Ireland go to Switzerland then host Denmark. So if they can get yeah. a, you know, a little bit more uh, clear blue water between them and those two, then they've really got a chance to, to qualify for this tournament. And let's be honest, we'd love big Miko McCarthy at the Euros, wouldn't we? Yeah, oh, we would. <laughs> and they've got, they have, Marcus, they've got a brilliant chance. I mean, crucially, yeah. they, they didn't lose to Switzerland at home and they didn't lose to Denmark away. Yes. And that's been massive for them. Now, if they don't slip up and do anything silly, um, they've, got a, they've got a fantastic chance. Um, they don't score many goals. No. They're not brilliant to watch. Um, they but, don't concede many. But the, it, I think it's also, absolutely, but it's also fair to say, isn't it, that when the draw happened for this UEFA Euro 2020 qualify, they'd have taken this group all day long. Yeah, I think I mean, so, yeah. they could, they've avoided some big hitters in well, there. Yeah. And so they, they need to take advantage of it. And so far they have. And that Denmark Switzerland, if they could, if they could trade out a draw, mm. I mean, they'd be laughing. And mm. Ireland have got some good players as well. well you know? Aaron Connolly coming in. Yeah, and Robbie Keane is only 39 and he's, not, <laughs> he's on the bench anyway. <laughs> So, God's sake! <laughs> you think you should probably back him? <laughs> yeah, you'd probably back him to be a po- bit of a poacher towards exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. Truthfully, Give him they ten don't, minutes they, at the end. They don't need him. No, that's the thing. It's <laughs> all about defence with Ireland. They've got the two boys from Sheffield United at the back. Yeah, got Jeff Hendrick and, and Hurahan in there. But They're both they, having good seasons as well. They are, and, and uh, I mean, the, the problem is scoring goals. But when you say it's a problem, they're still top of the group. Exactly. Yeah. So the defence is crucial. I think they've only conceded two goals, which is which is quite I mean, impressive. They've scored six goals in five. When you say they don't get many goals, right? They, I think they've got, in, including the squad now and the recent call-ups. Yeah. The thirteen strikers they've used yeah. or could use or have had them around the squad. Between those thirteen oh, strikers, they've scored twenty-two goals. Oh, actually, between them. No, that's, between that's, them. Do you know what? That's actually higher than I thought. That's, I that's a say, man who smoked his last cigarette going around his house trying to find butt ends, yeah. just trying to make one big cigarette. Seventeen of those have come from Shane Long. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, let's yeah. hope that Aaron Connolly can hit the ground running like he did. Uh, well, they need it, Brighton. They need. They need something. I'm not sure if he'll play, will he? Well, in that in that squad, James McLean is the top scorer with ten goals, but then the next one down. Mm. Uh, a, a Jeff Hendrick and 35-year-old Glenn Whelan who have both got two. Mm. So there is a, there's wow. a lack of goals there. But like, like we said, I mean, they only put three past Gibraltar over two games. But then when all said and done, they are top of the group and they have been away to Denmark and they faced Switzerland. And the encouraging thing for them is both of, in both of those games, Ireland went a goal down fairly late on with about 15 minutes to go and they got themselves an equaliser. Yeah. So perhaps we're making yeah. uh, something out of nothing. It, it does, it's, it's like Mick McCarthy knows what he's doing, Jim. <laughs> it is surprising that they're scoring so few goals. Though. Have you seen a goal like in real life? They're so big. <laughs> <laughs> there's, so ma- there's so much to aim at. Yeah, there isn't there. I wonder if they'll just play, because um, I think against Denmark, away <clears throat> which obviously weren't possibly the first or second trickiest game in the group they drew one all yeah. they only play one striker anyway so well you're thinking they go full Craig Levine four, well, six, yeah four, one zero. It's, a natural, it's a natural next step <laughs> yeah but I, I'd like to see him there I know it's a cliche I know people will roll their eyes when I say it but tournaments are better with Ireland but normally you don't want to see him there 
No, no, yeah, no, no, I do. I just think it's better when Ireland are in a tournament, isn't it? Do you? Yes. Okay. Because the fans are brilliant. They're and it's brilliant. Always interesting. Singing Westlife with the police and all that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's great. No, I do. I do want to see them there. Obviously. I genuinely no, do. Of course. We and do. now I'm sounding like I'm protesting too much. <laughs> I actually do. I actually do. Well, look, you supported what's, them what's in the '94 World here? Cup, didn't you? Luke? Yeah, I did support them in the '94 World Cup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I just support Paul McGrath. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Uh, what about elsewhere in the uh, the international scene? Sergio Ramos could pick up his 168th cap for Spain on Saturday away in Norway. Mm. And if he does, he'll become the most cap player in Spain's history. You know, Ramos has never been sent off for Spain. I was trying to find that earlier. That sounds mad. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. It's nuts, isn't it? Shut up. Yeah. (laughs) It could happen. This could be... Wouldn't it be brilliant? (laughs) It breaks the record for most caps. It would be surprising if it happened against Norway away. (laughs) I think Spain should have... Maybe he's got a point to prove. Well, maybe, but I think Spain should have... I can do this at every level. The Spain should have... (laughs) <laughs> well, he has done, hasn't he? Um, <laughs> he's got. He's also got a chat. I mean, I, th- I think Ahmed Hassan for Egypt is the record uh, men's caps. Uh, he's got 184. He's on for it. Yeah. Ramos's career. By the way, yeah. for Spain. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's I crazy. Know. Yeah. Sergio Ramos's career is a wonderful, wonderful thing for yeah. so many oh, reasons. Oh, God, yeah. It's got everything. It, it's it's apps. It is extraordinary, Jim. <laughs> it is extraordinary. <laughs> So many trophies played for some of the best sides in the last kind of 10, 20 years at club and international level. Yet, well, it, it, as we've seen yeah. before, sometimes the way he carries on is like a defender that you play against on a, on a Sunday morning, you know, 23 or 24 red cards. He also breaks the mould because Incredible. If, you, if you look at these players over the years with um, that amount of caps, it tends to be one of two things. It tends to be someone who's a standout player for a smaller nation. Or a goalkeeper. Or a keeper. Mm. And, and obviously uh, Casillas is, yeah. is the example there. And what's, what's Buffon got? 176, That's I think. All, yeah, he's got, he's got I mean, lot. it's an incredible amount. Absolutely yeah. incredible. 167 caps. A lot of players, the majority of professional football players won't play that amount of first-team appearance. Oh, no, yeah. absolutely not. He's got yeah. 90 goals in his club career and 21 for Spain. Yeah, it's amazing. He's, like he, he covers all he's of got, football. He started giving himself penalties a few years ago. He's got a documentary uh, coming out, he and does. he um, and he posted a picture on uh, the aforementioned Instagram um, with all of his tattoos rubbed out. Somebody oh. done a really a fairly poor uh, Photoshop job on rubbing uh, all his tattoos out on his back, which just looked like he's got back knee. <laughs> oh. Poor old Sergio. But the thing is, with, with Ramos, if if you were to if you were to name, say, in the last 10, 20 years. You kind of best eleven or something like that, or even like the best eleven in Spain. I don't think people would would necessarily go for him. I yet. think people think of the red cards, don't they, and the shithousery. I know, but his stats are amazing. Yeah. He's, he's, they are, and I, I think that 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 definitely bears it holds up to any kind of scrutiny. You can't, but there you is can't an element. Of, enough. But there's an element of him where I, the gap between him is brilliant, best, and his worst yeah. is massive. Well, that's yeah. but that's yeah. the, that is the crux of this, isn't it? That he'll do something in a really bad situation where the yeah. last thing you want is for someone to get sent off. Which, he'll is, do it. which is why, how come so many Spain bosses? have given him so many caps well, consistently, bearing in mind their dominance for that period. Because he gets so much rest. Because <laughs> he's set <laughs> off. He sits out. Maybe that's the key to his, it. His average, I mean, most most players plan for 95 minutes. He only plans for about 60. Yeah. So he gets plenty more and time. And also the world revolves around Real Madrid <laughs> in many ways. Yeah. Yeah. Not at the moment, but yeah, I'll no. take your point, I'll take your point. Well, uh, good luck, Sergio. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need it. Uh, oh, one to watch for next week, everybody. South Korea travel to North Korea in a World Cup qualifier. Snipers. Mm. <laughs> <For goodness sake. laughs> there, there will be snipers in Pyongyang or wherever they're playing. Yeah, I think they're playing it in the DMZ, are they not? Are they? 
They can't play it in the DMZ, can you? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> half mean, and half. I think you mean the DMZ, mate. South Korea. <laughs> South Korea playing Sri Lanka today as well. Uh, that, yeah, they, I think they are. The group is North Korea, South Korea, Turkmenistan, uh, Lebanon and Sri Lanka. Yeah. And North Korea are currently top of the group, but South Korea have got a game in hand. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. I don't know where the game's being played. I haven't checked. It's, 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 it's listed as a North in, Korean home game. Speaking of it, is, no, it is. I think it's in Pyongyang. Right. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of uh, speaking of '94, this is, uh, do you remember when they played and um, South, South Korea, Korea won, got through, and then North Korea just refused to play any international competitions for ten years? I don't think South could South Korea, happen again. No, I don't think South Korea got through their group, did they? Or do you mean qualified? Qualified. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. sorry. Because North, North Korea, when they last qualified for a World Cup, didn't they try and pick an extra striker instead of a keeper? They had to be listed as a keeper. Yeah. They tried to circumvent the rules. And <laughs> That's right. So yeah, he, he never played a minute. I don't think. Gutting. Oh, it is. Yeah, because yeah, it was that chat about Niall Quinn in 1990. Yeah, apparently, but I, I'm not sure that was true about him being the third choice keeper. But yes. I th- I, it might be true because they have changed that. They changed the law since then. Oh, uh, did they? Yeah, but North Korea fell foul of it. Could be a yeah. pocket. Were there were a couple of things with that where uh, when it was going well for North Korea because I think they had a couple of respectable results, didn't they? There was uh, there was talk. Was it Kim Jong Un at that point? I think it was Kim Jong Un. Was it? They were saying that uh, the manager was receiving. Um, instruction from him via tiny mobile phones that were too small to see. <laughs> oh, right. Amazing. That sounds likely. Sounds about yeah, right. Sounds yeah. likely, yeah. It's very clever. Yeah. It's going to be learning Pyongyang, but uh, they, um, they're they not going to broadcast it probably. <laughs> Just no, to get South Korea, give them a tonkin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right enough, yeah. Do that, do that. Do you remember that really um, edited? I hate to get you know, kind of um, international relations, but uh, that uh, terrible um, clip of them. Remember they played, uh, North Korea played uh, Brazil and Brazil oh, they hammered it. them and they edited it yeah. to pretend that they'd scored. I remember that, yeah. <laughs> Dear me. Uh, goodness sake. Goodness, goodness sake, people. Did anyone see Germany play Argentina the other day? Yeah. That was a ding dong, wasn't it? Quite entertaining. Yeah, mm. very entertaining. Yeah. Um, did, 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 um, is Serge, Serge, Germany got pegged back, didn't they? They yeah, went too long. Yeah. Yeah. Serge Canabry's goal, if you Phenomenal. see that again, the, it, Dennis Bergkamp Yeah, it's brilliant. He's so it, good. I, not enough was made of that for me. Because <laughs> there, there's nothing on there. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. And he's got a goal from that. That 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 touch to take him away from what the, what, the two defenders or whatever it came in, absolutely yeah. glorious. And it's not, it doesn't, you think it might sort of bob around and he gets it. Glorious touch and a delightful finish. Mm. Then a, and honestly, an assist very shortly afterwards as yeah. well. He's Berk, in great form. Berkampesk, that was for He's me. He's in great form. I just, I just wanted to say that. So, um, so, so there we are. All right, let's do Betway's four to score then, shall we? Mm. Um, each week, of course, we'll be participating in this uh, four to score with Betway for a chance to win a huge prize for charity. Four to score entry is free. All you need to do is just pick the first goal scorer in Betway's four selected matches each round. If you're correct, you can win, I think it's £150,000 this Ooh, week. Blimey. Just double check. Um, I'm fairly certain it's £150,000 this week. Um, and we pick a goal scorer in their selected games every week. Head to betway.com forward slash four to score. That's forward slash the number four and then to score. Uh, to play it is £150,000 just just, um, just confirm that make sure your selections are submitted before the first game of course and further T's and C's apply it's international week uh, Jim you have Denmark v Switzerland yep I've gone for Christian Eriksen it might seem obvious but if you look at the, the Denmark squad He's just he's just so far out in yeah. front in terms of goal scored than than, than everybody else. I think um, Yusuf Paulsen would be the next highest yeah. with with six. Well, so Eriksson's been, he's been on such good form as well this season. Well, well um, no, but often when when there's a situation like that come, comes along, it's a little bit of a holiday. No, for I know. Well, James yeah, you're, Horncastle you're being a knob, you know. <laughs> James on James Horncastle on the continent yesterday said what the best thing to look out for in international football is when the players all go back to their home nations yeah, yeah, and yeah. speak to local press. And he said he can't wait for Christian Eriksen to talk yeah. about what's happening at the Spurs at the moment. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so that's Christian Eriksen. <laughs> Pete, you've got Norway v Spain. 
I am going to go for the young gentleman, Joshua King. You're going for a Norwegian player in that He's going to roast Sergio Ramos. Well, I just thought they might get an early goal and then Spain will have to rally. Sergio Ramos to get sent off. 4-1 Norway. (laughs) But that's not the game. (laughs) All right. Josh Josh King. King. Uh, Bosnia, Finland is my game. I've gone for Miralem Pjanic, who I think will be captain because Dzeko doesn't appear to be in the squad. Uh Uh, Marcus? Italy versus Greece, I've got. And I've gone for Lorenzo Insigne. Nice. Uh, I was I was thinking about him or Immobile, but uh, I went for Insigne. He likes a little goal at international level, and I would expect him to start. <laughs> Pardon, Jim. Mm. It's great radio, Jim. The four games are Christian Eriksen for Denmark, Switzerland, Joshua King, Norway, Spain, Miriam Pjanic for Bosnia, Finland, and Lorenzo Insigne for Italy v Greece. Uh, Betway.com forward slash four to score. It's free to play. Just pick the first goal scorers in each of those four games correctly to win £150,000 or a share of it. It rolls over, of course, if no one wins it. Bet the responsible way as well. Be gambleaware.org. Absolutely right. Now it's time for Go For Glow! Alright, today's uh, mystery football uh, clues come from Finn. I was born in the Netherlands on the 19th of December, 1966. Mm. Mm. Tough one. (laughs) I signed for Feyenoord in 1990 and won the Dutch Golden Shoe in 1994. Mm. Stop, Pierre van Vossen. No. Stop. Do you like that? Pierre van Hoydonk. No. I moved to the Premier League in 1987, where I won the FA Cup, League Cup, UEFA Cup Winners' Cup, and the UEFA Super Cup. Stop. Bolo Zenden? No. That's a, I, I, a good guess. Stop. Mm. No. Sorry, can, I didn't mean stop. I meant, can you repeat the clues? Okay. I moved Thanks. to the Premier League in 1997, where I won the FA Cup, League Cup, UEFA Cup Winners' Cup, and the UEFA Super Cup. I, think I, I feel like I know enough about him to guess, but I can't think of a Dutch player. Stop. Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank? No. Ooh, I, I, played, next. I played every game for my country at the 1994 World Cup in the USA. It might not be Dutch. That could be the little... Yeah, yeah. So he played for Chelsea. How do you know that? 97. That, I've given you that. What do you mean? 97. That's when they won all those two. Cup yeah, Winners Cup and that, all that. that seems to no, tally he could, up. He, he could have played for... Um... I was going to say Cup Winners' Cup. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was thinking Liverpool because that nah, 2001 bro. when they won all those trophies. Yeah, he's giving you one there. Chelsea. Yeah, you all helped right. me out earlier in the season. I did. Helped you out. Gave you it. Well, I was helping it. I still got to put the ball over the line. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I finished my career at Stoke City. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. Hmm. Stop. Hamilton Rickard. Lovely to hear the name, but no. Yeah, he's too. He wouldn't did be he old enough. Did Chelsea? Be, no, I was suddenly thinking he played in the Netherlands and mm. not, yeah, it's, it's clearly not the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> no further explanations needed. <laughs> I apologise, everybody. Last clue from Finn. I stand at six foot six tall. Stop. Tori Andrew Flo. Flo, yeah, it's got to be. Incorrect. Oh! House wins. It's no, 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 no. Jim and Luke have oh, still yeah, Naughty. Sorry. House wins. House wins. <laughs> Come on, boys. He's, you guys are quite the is it, is it, That sounds like a Dutch Is it Ed De Hoy? Stop. Is it Ed De Hoy? Could be. Well, I mean, nah. he got a vote with Marcus as one, so I don't think he should really be. Luke Moore wins. Ed De Hoy. 
How about that? You guys seem annoyed about that. Well, because that I, I, was, I swear you said top scorer or something. I thought, oh, I thought you said golden boot. Golden shoe. Ah, it's a different competition. You sneak, golden Finn. Oh, gold, Finn. Is golden shoe best player then? Golden Apparently shoe. Sure. No, that's wrong. Golden shoe is for goal scoring. Yeah, golden shoe is He for was goal awarded scoring. the Dutch golden shoe in 1994. Uh, the award is determined by the Dutch Football of the Year, guys. So uh, well, have a bit of okay. respect for fair Finn. Enough, fair enough. And more okay. importantly, have a bit of respect for me. No, well, there's no respect yeah, for you, but fair enough, Finn, because if he's got us on a lovely yeah. little word in technicality, <laughs> yeah, that's great well. play for Finn. Yeah, apparently Finn. He won, he, yeah, the yeah? Dutch Football of the Year is called the Golden Shoe. Well, that's that. Exactly. I just said through. five seconds ago. Let's go. Well, <laughs> more accurately, it's called the Golden Schoen. Yes, exactly. Golden yeah. Schoen. Well, if he'd have said that, what baller van hit the ah? He, he, he threw me a dummy, but Luke Moore was there to sweep up. Mm. There we go. Well played, sir. Uh, thank you very much, everybody, for listening to the preview show sponsored by Betway on Football Ramble Daily. It's mm. been a pleasure. Myself and Jonathan Wilson are back tomorrow with the greatest games, which is well worth a turn of the head or a listen, uh, as we might say. Do thank both. you very much, Luke. Hello. Thank you very much. Thanks. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Cheers, PT. Before we go, who's the current holder of the golden shoe? Uh, uh, is it Matthias de Ligt? It is. Yeah. You're on the Wikipedia page, aren't you? Thank you, Jimmy. Bye. This was a Stakhanov production. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.